0: On Maynard.com.au. AU! People, every year a fairly major thing happens in the Australian cultural life. Every year you're there by your phone. Every year you want to know what's happening. And of course, I'm talking about. The Coldest 100. That's right. When the 100 songs from Australia's history that you never know existed and probably shouldn't come out. And I'm with the man who has put the Coldest 100 together. He's been working his knuckles to the bone or his bone to the knuckles or whatever it is since 2016. Andrew Scholl, how are you? It's a year-long escapade, this thing. Just finding those songs, putting them together, putting the list together and just discovering things that you never knew existed. 2016, what made you think, I'm just going to find some crappy Australian songs and put them out there? It was when the controversy about the trip J, Hottest 100 first arose when people
1: were saying, should it be on Australia Day? And there was talk about patriotism and jingoism and should the date be moved and the politicians were entering the debate. And I thought, well, there have been Coldest 100s before, but they've all been pop songs. Bruce Samazan from Neighbours and Mm. the Blakeney Twins. I love the Blakeney Twins. Great song from them. But what other Australian songs are out there? What awful Australian songs? Songs about Australia, songs by Australians, songs about Australia sung by people who've never been to Australia. That's what the list is. It's bringing together a bit of nostalgia, a bit of history and terror, quite frankly. What's your background? Have you got something against Australia that you do this in the first place? No, I'm an ex-journo, and I'm currently a currently public relations person or a corporate communications person, but I lived abroad for a while, and you would see how people internationally would view...
0: Australia, and it was slightly different to the way people here see themselves. What's the biggest misconception you seem to bump into with the POM, so to speak, or the, what do the English think goes on here that doesn't?
1: In the time I was there, people stopped calling me a convict. There was a, a major shift, but kangaroos and billabongs and boomerangs, there's at least 500 songs out there that have boomerang in the title. So
0: it's less misconceptions of Australia, it's hanging on to those clichés and caricatures that we've since dropped. You've been doing it for three years, so you've come up with 300 songs and you haven't repeated any of them so far? I've repeated one or two, but there's probably at least another three years in this. Wow. What's the reaction if you get into it? I mean, apart from myself with think this is the best thing, this should be what Triple J's doing. I mean, when you've got Charlie Drake doing My Boomerang Won't Come Back, it's pretty hard to beat the casual racism of that song. Oh, my
2: boomerang won't come back. My boomerang won't come back. I've waved the thing all over the place. Practice till I was black a Big disgrace, the My boomerang won't come
1: back. What's fascinating is having the reaction of the younger people who've never heard the Charlie Drake song or they've never heard the horny dargy response My boomerang did come back My boomerang
3: did come back My boomerang did come back
0: or they've never heard multiple interpretations of timey kangaroo downspot what we're going to do is we're going to have a six-pack of coldies from the coldest 100 here and let's just have a listen to that this is a japanese duo called peanuts doing timey kangaroo downspot they're a huge duo in the 1960s, major
1: singing stars, and in 1962-63, it seems like everybody in the world, in whatever language, did an interpretation of timey kangaroo dance board. Sing along at home.
3: Sorry.
0: There's probably a word in Japanese to describe it but I don't know what it is. I've played one I think you should play one. We've got three each here What's one you're going to pick, Andrew? The coldest 100 and on the day itself, going to go with 27th when Triple J does their one this year Go with 27th, I think, to counter-program Oh, when they put their number 10, do you launch your number 10? How do you do it? Try to put them out throughout the day so that whatever time you're getting into Twitter, you're discovering these horrible
1: things and your your friends and colleagues are retweeting them and expressing their horror as well.
0: The great thing with Twitter is you can have all this sort of stuff lined up so yes, you can do on the day but it doesn't even take you away from the pool or the family or the bar for too long that's right so my first number is Danny Kay and it's a song called I Love You Dinky Die I Do Danny Kay would be best known for um, movies lots of lunchtime movies oh
3: I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts there they are standing in a row Big one, small one, some as big as your head Give him a twist, a flick of the wrist That's what the showman said, Lord. That's
1: right. He was probably one of the biggest movie stars of the late 1940s, early 1950s and was a huge recording star. This song came out in 1955. Apparently it's an Australian song. I've not found an Australian version of it but when it came out it was originally on 78 so that's how far back it was. But what do you think he was trying to do? with I don't know. I reckon he was either touring here, he was trying to get specific records for the Commonwealth market, or it was Mantavani and these people would, would come up with albums of songs from around the world, and this was his antipodean one. Danny Kay! I love
3: you, Baird Income, Dinky Doy, I do. I think you I do. I think you I do. I love you, Baird Income, Dinky Doy, I do. That means I really am in love with you. I think you're so fond of Dinky do I do. I dinky-doy-a-do, I dinky-doy-a-do I think you're so bonzer, dinky-doy-a-do And bonzer means you're okie dokey too You're cuddly like a koala bear And cuter than a baby kangaroo If ever you need me and I'm not there Like a boomerang, I'll come right back to you I, I love your fair, dinkum, dinky-doy-a-do I think it I do. I think it I do, I love you, dickum, die, I do. Dickum, I'm so much in
0: love with you. We all talk like that, Andrew, and of course, if people want to tune in, so to speak, to your Twitter account and what you'll be doing on the day and beforehand, and you've always got something interesting going on, where is it? What is it? It's Oz Kitsch is the Twitter handle O-Z-K-I-T-S-C-H, or Australian Kitsch, and it's there. There are horrors to behold. And you've had that account for a while. What's been the biggest thing other than the coldest 100 that you put out there and people are gone, oh my God. That's easy. Potato cakes versus potato scallops. The debate. Thousands and thousands and thousands of retweets of people, including politicians, buying into the debate. <gasps> potato scallops. Is that all of Australia or is it within Australia that we have the debate between potato cakes and potato scallops? Only, with, only within Australia. And then there's a subset. I can't remember what it is, but there's, there's one in South Australia as well. Very, very niche and very regional. I'll just have a look at my other picks here. Silla Black. I saw this and I, th- I got very confused. It Was Silla Black doing Red Rubber Ball? Oh, okay, that's an Australian song. It's confusing because Red Rubber Ball is co-written by Bruce Woodley from The Seekers and Paul well, Simon. How did that happen? How did they get together? When they were both in London
1: together. So The Seekers were taking off. They were jamming and writing together. This song came about. I think Paul Simon later recorded it and omitted the Bruce Woodley credit. There was a lawsuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this version is absolutely fantastic and it is what you expect of Silla the birds
0: huge orchestration and produced by the Beatles George Martin probably recorded at Abbey Road I imagine as well which means George has probably had to go from one studio to the other in 1969 it's a fantastic song it's a great version get a look at the cover Silla Black's album surround yourself with Silla and it's got her looking so 1969 on the front cover great George Martin production <laughs>
3: have known you'd bid me farewell there's a lesson to be learned from this and I learned it very well
0: When you listen to the Seekers version, it's a little bit underpowered. And I think it's gonna be alright. Yeah,
2: the worst is over now. The morning sun is shining like a red rubber ball.
0: But I think she was trying to do a Northern Soul version of it, wasn't she? And that's why this
1: list is really interesting, because you're getting cover versions and reinterpretations of Australian songs, or songs by Australian people, that are just completely different to what you know. Like Kylie Minogue and Kermit the Frog singing Especially for You.
3: Now that Dreaming about tomorrow, forget the loneliness and the sorrow. I've got to say, it's, it's all, all because. because
0: That is fantastic. This year you've got Kylie Minogue doing from the movie Swinging Safari, doing Chirpy, Chirpy, Cheep, Cheep from Middle of the Road. Early 70s.
1: have Kylie singing this pretty atrocious 1970s song. And of course, Middle of the Road is also in the Coldest 100 chart with a song about boomerangs, a yellow boomerang.
4: You're like my yellow boomerang. When you say you're gonna have-
1: The coldest 100. If you appreciate irony, like your listeners do, yes, and chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap. When it came out, it's one of the 10 or 20 songs in the entire world that has sold over 10 million physical copies. It was that big at the time. So for Kylie to do a version of it,
0: it's kind of cute. When I first listened to it I thought, I don't know if she's 100% committed to these lyrics. You know what it reminded me of? It was a bit of Danny young talent time. Danny would have sung it. Sally Boyden would have sung it. Have you had on the Coldest 100? Sisters are doing it for themselves with Danny and Kylie doing it together. Properly. Special stuff there from Kylie. My
1: next song oh, yeah. is, Maynard, do you remember a television show came out in the late 1960s, early
0: 1970s, called Wobinda. Please explain what the hell this is. Well, I don't think anybody remembers it anymore. Wobinda was a skippy knockoff. It was a wombat? It was a flying honey eater? What was it?
1: Wabinda is apparently an Aboriginal word for animal doctor, so he's a vet. He was a Mr Hammond working in the outback and looking after Australian native animals.
0: Did he have the mysterious German uh, scientist working in the caravan like they did in Skippy? What Dr Steiner was doing in there, I've got no idea. With Frank Thring, Wabinda had this... Banging theme song
1: by an Australian composer, Australian Norwegian composer called Sven Lyback, who did the theme to Boney, who did the theme to the ABC's oh, wow. Big Country. Jazz fun. It's fantastic. <laughs> hit italy that wasn't good enough for the italians so they reinterpreted the song and they did it in a really weird way so there's a song that's narrated and it's all about sitting under a gum tree there are two lambs and a baby joey and the hunters are coming run baby joey run sheep the baby joey calls for wabinda The voice of the baby Joey is the most annoying child's voice you've ever heard. So prepare yourself for the high drama of Wawinda, performed by who? By Riccardo Zara, who was an Italian uh, orchestra leader, and La Melle Verde, which I think translates as the Green Apples, who were the girls' children's choir.
0: I hope you can take this. It's going to be pretty rough. To drama, there's probably a lot of other things better than that but still we played that for you on a six pack of cold ones here on the Coldest 100 and what time will you be kicking this off on the uh, 27th? What time does the hottest 100 kick off? Whenever that starts, that's the starter's pistol. Do you actually do much back and forth between people going, what the hell is this on the day, or you just put it out there and and let it fall where it may? Just put it out there and then watch the horror descent on people's faces and and their Twitter accounts. Have you got any idea what was the most retweeted track last year? Do you remember it all? The number one is always a horrific group effort.
1: So like Advance Australia Fair sung at the grand final by Daryl Summers and Barry Crocker and Slim Dusty. That kind of thing. So we've got something, I'm not going to give it away, but we have something similar this
0: year. Very jingoistic, very Aussie, very ochre. Let's go to 1973 now. Tower of Strength, which was a a great track. The Rooty Hill RSL Club Band, also known as Enterprise. I've got this single. This is just fantastic. It pumps along, and we recently found the clip for this. Yes, isn't it amazing? It's just them filmed at the Rudy Hill RSL Club. It's worth pausing it and looking at the people in the crowd dancing because they were going for it, weren't they? Yes. This was a 1961 song by Burt Bacharach. It's an early Burt Bacharach effort
1: mm. and it was a hit in the United States, but it was a huge hit in the UK. It's a number one hit.
2: If I were a tower of strength, I'd walk away. I'd look in your eyes. And here's what I'd say, I don't want you, I don't need you, I don't love you anymore. And I'd walk out
4: the door,
2: or you'd be down on your knees, or you'd be calling to me. But a tower of strength is a something I'll never be.
0: That's why this version is amazing. It is amazing. I so wish there was an album, but sadly there's only two songs from this band. If anyone is listening who's in this band and knows anything about them, or if there's any other tracks on a real to real player, I've just got to have more of this band. The Rudy Hill RSL Club Band from 1973 with Tower of Strength. My God, how it pumps. If I
2: were a Tower of Strength I'd watch you cry, I'd laugh at your tears, and tell you goodbye. I don't want you, I don't need you, I don't love you anymore, and I walk out the door. Tower of strength. I'd watch you cry. I'd laugh at your tears and tell you goodbye. I don't want you. I don't need you. I don't love you anymore. And I walk out the door, and you'd be down on your knees, and you'd be calling to me. By the tower of strength is a something I'm never gonna be. out the door, and you'll be down on your knees, and you'll be calling to me.
0: this is just a small section of what you're going to be able to access on the 27th when the Coldest 100 goes on um, what's the Twitter handle again? Oz Kitsch O-Z-K-I-T-S-C-H. And the great thing is you can listen to it almost like a radio show because most of the songs have a YouTube clip. 95% there's either a YouTube clip or
1: it's on Vimeo or it's on SoundCloud or the National Film and Sound Archive will have a have a clip somewhere as well. There's heaps of stuff out there but that Tower of Strength video is absolutely astonishing to see that. The other astonishing video look out for it is a jade hurley number about the riverina introduced by al grasby so it's like a proto music video the end of the video there are jade hurley and al grasby walking off into the sunset
0: Then television was four by three, and all of Al Grasby's tyres were definitely 16 by nine. They were widescreen tyres back in the 70s. Please tell us what's your final pick of our six pack of coldies from the coldest 100. I don't think
1: Maynard, you will even enjoy this one. Wow. This is probably one of the worst songs I've ever heard, or maybe you'll enjoy it in a perverse way. It's a song from 1975, released on a private pressing in America by an insurance broker called Brandy Brandon from California and he used to write songs about interesting places like It's Nice to Be Keen in Abilene that kind of thing. So he's obviously the sort of guy who would go to dinner parties and people would say Brandy, you're so funny, you should release a record. So what could be a more unusual word for him to hear in 1975 than the word Goulagon. So he wrote a hymn of praise to Yvonne Goulagon, a song called Hey Yvonne Goolagong. Brandy Brandon couldn't write music couldn't read music and I think it shows and you've got Goolagong rhyming with billabong all those cliches about Australia that people have never been here pick up on it's a duet with a friend of his called Beth Chapman And there is one instance of this song being performed in front of Yvonne Goulagon. She was playing at a tennis tournament in Oakland, California, and it came over the loudspeakers. Wow. Have you got some reversals of her reaction to it? No, but apparently she played really badly at the start of the match. Ah, so someone psyched her out with it. (laughs) Yes. And then there are newspaper reports in America of Brandy Brandon the following year in 1976 trying to hawk this song around to local radio stations in northern california so whether it received any airplay no idea how many copies it sold no idea did it chart inevitably not but somebody has uploaded this awful song onto youtube
2: hey yvonne gurgong hey what are you trying to do? You
4: and your tennis racket
2: Hey, Yvonne Goolagong Someone hey, Yvonne. might come along And write a song about you Down near the billabong Down near the, the billabong, billabong Down where the kangaroos hop Backhand or forehand In our land or your land You're right up there at the top
4: And you're still climbing
2: Hey, Yvonne Goulagon, hey, Yvonne hey, People down in platypus land I
4: just
2: love platypuses When they do a walkabout, you're the one they talk about Everybody says that you're grand you're wonderful, so
4: let's keep it cool along with Yvonne Goolagong. She's really doing okay And hey, Yvonne Goolagong, hey, Yvonne Goolagong. Go a long way, hey.
0: I've just had a great time having these six coldies with you here and I will be watching this on the day and it's a hundred songs. Any suggestions will be very welcome because I, I bet you someone's got something under the bed that's a seven inch that you haven't seen before. There are still things out there that people haven't uploaded. I, in fact, I think there is a Loray Desmond version of the A country practice theme with lyrics. There is a couple of 2018 entries in this and I noticed one of them was the Bunnings theme. Rocky version. <laughs>
1: Pulpus 100 is not necessarily bad music. There's a lot of weird music, there's a lot of exotica, but there's also a lot of fun stuff as well. I'm looking forward to next year already. So am I. It's a big effort, but it's fun.
3: and Hume. Everything digital.